0: The following content has been provided by New St Andrews College in Moscow, Idaho. For more information, visit us online at nsa.edu. Hear the world What have you? I'm Rachel Jankovic. Becca Merkel. And guys, we podcasted our hearts out. <laughs> and now I'm afraid we have nothing left we're to out say. Of, we're out of enthusiasm. We just We podcasted. are out of enthusiasm as much as we are out of batteries a minute ago. <laughs> and we, it's dark. We were coming so we didn't in for know. a landing on what we were sure was a full-length podcast. And we turned the light on to see that the power had gone out. <laughs> And it's nowhere to be found. And do you know what you missed? You missed the time. <laughs> here, here we are sitting in the dark. And you missed the in time when I house. said, sorry, every time I cross my legs, I'm like rumpling in a some kind of a paper bag down there. And Becca's like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. So I kick around in a swirling leg in motion a like, like to a illustrate ha, 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 everyone. it. I was just going to illustrate for you that there was something rumbling. Like, let, let me Becca, make fun of Becca's car. And then Becca yells it's a salad it's a salad guys i had salad all over my shoe like dressing who does who thinks that there's an open-air salad at their feet in a car i was not ready for that but i will tell you that i am going to proceed with greater caution no more blind rumpling of the goods (laughs) <laughs> and it was a dressed salad. It had, yeah, right. It That's, had like a jalapeno There were major. On it. There were major downfalls. <laughs> also, we had already covered the waterfront on my joke about some Christmas when I don't have a toddler peeling mandarins. I'm going to be like, why doesn't it feel like Christmas? Mm-hmm. And then today, my, our cousin posted a photo of... Mandarin peels on her couch, and I. Then today I went in to spiff up the bathroom before some people came over, and there were Mandarin peels behind the toilet. <laughs> I felt like we'd sunk to a new low. That's and so I funny. thought to myself, uh, what we need is some kind of hashtag for this Mandarin situation, and we should all be Instagramming photos of where we find the Mandarin peels. For Christmas time. That's funny. I think. Like, what do you think? It's a Mandarin life could be that that, might be a good one i don't i my kids are big enough that if i find mandarin peels in reckless places i'm like who did it (laughs) who did this you crazy it's not like a cute little winsome feature well i don't think i would not say when i found it behind the toilet that i thought that was cute (laughs) i was mostly just like are you joking yeah my kids don't really to their credit I haven't found mandarin peels in bad places. This that's year. good. So I need to also anyway. say that I already Instagrammed a photo of the nope of the recipe for the sugar cookies that I made. She tonight. made sugar cookies. I so we're having soup night at my house. All right, all the well, freshmen. See, I like, yeah, I see, feel like we just talked, we've about, talked this. about this. <laughs> all the freshmen are at my house. We're I podcasting live from during soup we night. We ate some soup and then we we ducked out and we're sitting in front of my house. In the dark, and then we blew up a podcast. I thought we were already pushing our, like, doing a podcast at this time, so we're going to have to do a mini right now. It's going to have to be short. But the thing is, like, I feel like this is a little unkind, because in the previous podcast, the one lost to posterity. The last time we talked about this, 10 minutes ago. Yeah, but see, we had framed it, and we had set the stage with the craziness of My Finals Week, and the, the, all the stuff, all the stuff, and it explains... To some extent why there might be An open air salad in my car That is still sitting there. But this time, no Not anymore. We I just, it we up, just so. break out and tell people That there's salad flung around in my car And we don't have any contact Guys, get on the on-ramp The slow on-ramp that leads you to believe <laughs> That there was a legitimate reason That there was an open salad in the car At my feet At her feet, in the dark And yeah. she kicked it all over the place And there you made, go. It, better made it better With that work no, yeah. but she made really good cookies and she brought them to soup night. I made really bad bread, but we don't want to talk about it anymore. I think we've, we've talked at length about We've already talked about it. The bread disaster. I, I can't imagine you would want to hear it again. No, you, you don't, want again. Yeah. don't want to hear it again. We don't want to hear it again. But then we proceeded to become rude about Leonard Cohen. And so I think we made maybe rude remarks. Becca thought maybe we weren't supposed to have talked maybe about Maybe that was the Leonard reason. Leonard Cohen being. Maybe that's I why heard there was a secret <laughs> chord. This might be like as controversial Lord. as your great storybook Bible comments. But you don't <laughs> so stop singing really it! Care for music. <laughs> <laughs> do you Oh I can't do it. I cannot. Oh man and, uh, the reason I cannot to me it's like the Janice Joplin of Christmas. I instance. don't I think Janice Joplin has a certain something about her. But anyway, mm. yeah, Bobby, Bobby McGee has. Me had my Bobby McGee. Yadda dadadada. Yadda dadadada. My Bobby McGee. Yeah. I just, come on. You got to give her feeling. Oh, she had some Shazam. Feeling about sure. as faded as my jeans. That's actually a good line. You know, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. Yeah. There it is good. Mm. <clears throat> no, I just have to take a moment, though, to say the reason I object to the Hallelujah song is because it, it has a great sound. Like, I like the way it sounds. It sounds as if he's saying something deep. But if you but just, it's just have, dark. have a quick you Google, look up those lyrics, and you will find that it is not Hallelujah. It is an utterly anti-Hallelujah song. Right. It turns the concept of Hallelujah inside out and then kicks it. So. Okay. That's why I mind it. Anyhow, now that we've covered Leonard Cohen on a second run through, because that's important. Yeah. You wouldn't believe the tangents that led us to the point where we to talking about. I know, we I'm having trouble. About- <laughs> it's making me it's realize like, why we have so much trouble giving Gemma a summary of what we talked about. the fact. Because we're, like, we're like actually in the middle of it we don't know what we're we like, well, about. We're like, well there was the salad incident. There was that. There was, we said some rude things about Leonard Cohen. We but we're talked not about sure needing why. to bake bread for twenty years before you know what's <laughs> gonna happen with a loaf. <laughs> I think that it was probably good we cut all that out. I think it we were, might have been getting we a little a bit tedious. thick and bready. Too much bread. Too much we bread. Can, we can put bread on the back burner for a little bit. Somebody asked us online what we thought of online dating, and I didn't respond oh, because I forgot about. That. I actually wasn't sure that I like I feel like I would need so many more details about Christians being involved in online dating I, like I don't need more details about Christians being involved in like Tinder I'd say no <laughs> yeah, may not. that's not a smarty pants way to go about acting like sure. a Christian but online dating or online um, matchmaking services we've known a number of people probably who ended up meeting someone that way and that I feel like it's probably like any other sort of System or method for anything in life, which is basically like there are ways of using it with wisdom, and there are ways of being incredibly Just super foolish. Foolhardy. Yeah, and and there are some methods that more lend themselves to foolishness, and more and others yeah, that more lend totally. themselves to wisdom. But particularly, and if somebody's in a in a difficult situation already or whatever, I I think that you know. I think that it obviously you have to hold it loosely just like you always need to hold everything loosely yeah. before God. Not think I'm finally taking this into my own hands and getting myself a match. Sure. And and you want to make sure that you have like some accountability and some input from people who would have their eyes on uh yeah The bigger picture in a a less entangled way. Like Mm -hmm. your desire for it to shake out optimistically might be too high. Like you know women are typically that way. Like oh I could change him. Or oh this is not a big deal. Or we've known people think like major doctrinal things. Oh it's not a big deal because we're in love. And you're like oh but it will be a big deal. Like if you don't actually. But that's always the case. Yeah. But to be honest like the well I don't know anything about it. I probably shouldn't wing off with an opinion. But at the same time, like I think one of the ways women go wrong in relationships all the time is by getting romantically attached to a guy before she has having really like, fully gotten right so so confidence like, that she may for, with a free conscience so be attracted she to She loves person. him before she respects him enough. Right. And then the problem is you start fudging on all of those things, like big big picture principled stuff right. because you're already romantically entangled. And I have to say that is one of the things that I could see being a bizarrely could being a benefit to the yes, like that you're you can, like you actually like, no i out the outset like these are things that are that are actually non negotiables for me the these things put you off the table, and it's you haven't been swept away already like as so long as you're not a person who can get swept away without but also much. like. Yeah, yeah. I think provided you, you're not easily swept away but by I also all the potential. Think that the the other potential is, like, if you are at that point of wanting to try online dating, presumably, it's because there's nobody around and you're feeling like there's not yes. going to be anyone around and you're wanting. And so, so with that, there's also the potential to be wanting, like, you don't want to be somebody who just wants anyone yes you still need to be super discerning and it's it's actually always there's the ditches on every side yeah. because at the same time as you want to say do not lower your standards you want to say but make sure your standards are godly, godly standards. standards make sure that your standard is not like i don't like guys yeah. who have polos oh my gosh or i was literally like, but no. I'm, were literally you about to i say was going to say i will only like guys who wear polo shirts weird. And you were pulling out the polo shirt as a... Guys, there's polo shirts in the airwaves <laughs> of Moscow right now. Yeah, but anyways, like-, like, you want it to be a godly standard and not like, oh it's a deal breaker for me if he likes golden retrievers. <laughs> like, let's just be real and let's not be that weird. Like, yeah. let's just understand that there's a lot about you that can be changed and different and <laughs> still be honoring God that is those sorts of things. What is and should be non-negotiables is you know you want to know that you can follow this man right you want to know that you can still being a godly woman follow this man like yeah. that you can and that's yeah. a thing that you shouldn't play around with like yeah. you don't want to you don't want to get messy at the edges with I think the biggest thing like you said though is accountability like just have have somebody older that you trust or a good friend yes that That can, like, actually talk about it with you. And that that you would commit in advance to hearing input from other people. Mm -hmm. Because if everyone else's alarm bells are going, you should, should, like, know between yourself and them and the Lord that you're going to take their instincts as guidance on some Mm -hmm. of this also. Like, to not get swept up in something foolish. On the other hand, I admire women who are not, like, too... Was it romantic let's just not too romantic to 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 just To be practical. To say, you know what, I wanna get married and I would like to like I... I sure. like to be practical. But like, let's in the be sense real. Ruth took things into her own hands gosh or just a today. Bit. I was just listening to Abigail and David and I was thinking, Man, what was her I'm like, that's an amazing time when that she's like her husband dies and she's like this just in, servants are like this just <laughs> in. David's ready to take you on, and she quickly gathers up her goods and barges across the land. I to... always feel like the next verse is a letdown, though. It's yeah, like... because amongst his other women, and then there was a few others, and the other ones, but Michael got given away to someone else. <laughs> and you're like whoa. That, yeah, it's a really... Because I not, always really like the Abigail story. But I then do too, but The then, addition of those other ones kind of takes the edge off. You're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, what a romantic time that must have been for <laughs> Abigail. How strange. But the thing... You know what else struck me today? Hmm. I have not fleshed this thought out. But I was thinking about David and Goliath. And it just struck me as funny. I was like, I, I was just... I've always read that as a real just distinct story. In the Old Testament, like how David came to be a something. Yeah. You know, started out as the cheese delivery man. Yes, I know. <laughs> like, back when David was just running cheeses for his father and shepherding. So it's probably uh-huh. goat cheese. Uh-huh. No, not it was pretty tasty cheese, but. But I was struck too, though, with, I mean, he was young. Yeah. And he's too young to go to battle. And he'd already faced a lion and a bear. Like, yeah. Think of that. Well, that he'd already, and he'd already grabbed the lion by, by its the beard. beard and gotten the sheep out of it. So he must have been a man with some command. Like, even yeah. as a young. But, like, that's a young kid doing that. Yeah. And it's like with. For knots. a sheep. I know You'd for think, a sheep. Surely not for a sheep. Don't go in after that. So, yeah. but this was the thing that struck me that I never thought of about this that, that I was like. I'm sure other people have thought of it. It just struck me today was that in that whole phase where he says, I'll do it. And then Saul is like, okay, well here's my armor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we got to put this on. And then he takes it all off. Yeah. How much that is the thing with the Jews still wanting Jesus to be a military hero. And it isn't the difference between did Goliath fall or not. Yeah. It was the difference between them wanting him to lead them into battle and vanquish the foe versus what happens when David does it is he says, I'm not going to do this as a warrior. I'm going to do this. He says that, but he goes out and does it as a shepherd, not as a warrior. And the crazy thing is that that makes the whole army sheep instead of a powerful, like it, like it puts them in a very different light to have the shepherd boy go out and do it. Uh And it struck me that I was like the parallels to Christ I don't think that that story happened just to parallel Christ. I'm just saying, sure. I still, looking at it, I think it's its own distinct story. But it is still an interesting thing that, that Saul is like, like, if someone was going to vanquish Goliath, they wanted it to be a warrior. So they're like, here, you wear the king's armor. You know what I mean? Like, we'll get you all gussied up. And he's like, I don't, this is not it for me. And he takes it off. But that just, it just struck me that the whole desire for Jesus to like, be a military force that's interesting I never thought of that but the, I was going to say this is another one of those places where I think kids versions kind of you infer something from that story that I don't think it actually it doesn't say that so I feel like the kids versions always have David putting it on and he's like a little kid and Saul's big and the armor's too big for him and it's all like clanking around and he doesn't fit it and so he has to take it back off but he doesn't say that he says that I won't use this armor because I haven't it. I haven't proven it. Like, it's yeah. untested for me. And so, he takes it off. But it's not, like, because he objects to the armor or because he's too little to fit it. And I feel like that's how the illustrated versions always mm-hmm. make him. They want Maybe. him to be, like, a little small guy. Like, where he's like, oh, man, this is silly. I don't need to wear this. But, yeah. see, that's, that's what I thought. I not I wasn't thinking that. But, I mean, that's why I thought it was interesting that he took it off. Because he was basically saying... Like, I think what I'm trying to say is that when he goes out as a shepherd to fight Goliath he is functionally making the whole army Saul's whole army the sheep that need him Yeah, like you see not only am I not armed like that not only am I not gussied up in my fanfare I'm Uh just out here to do this but it's also an insult to you that you're you know what I mean? Like, it also downgrades well, the army. Well, 16 levels of Yeah, I just thought it was really an it's interesting... It's very awkward that they're oh, all standing and there. and yeah. his older brothers. His older brothers who are like, what are you doing here? Why did you come? Oh, dang it. Like, yeah, but, now he's doing that. But as soon as one person steps out to be courageous... By default, everyone else looks like cowards, and so there's this kind of mutual need that I think everybody has mm-hmm. to not have anyone step out because as long as no one's doing it, my as cowardice, long as nobody says this is stupid, then well, yeah, everybody like, is my floating along is this, is yeah. okay. But as soon as one guy steps up, right, then everyone's coward, and anyone is who there. won't say I agree with this, or yeah, I, like and then, I think this yeah. is a funny thing where like Christians try to drag. They like police their own. If one person starts being a little bit too faithful or a little bit too outspokenly Christian, they lash out at that. Yeah, it's like it's like we do this weird policing of our own ranks that like because I think as soon as one person steps out, it makes the rest of us not look so good. So we have an interest in keeping them back.
1: Right. Know, like you're like, no, no, no,
0: shh, stop yeah. it. You can't do it. It's right. undoable. If you yeah. go out there like it can be done, then I, might, then I <laughs> might look like a fool that didn't do it. Like, let's, let's all stop. Yeah. But I guess I was just thought it was an interesting thing in the, in that foreshadowing Christ in that way that like the Jews desire for him to be a military hero. Yeah. That when he wasn't, when he wasn't that he did still accomplish the same thing in yeah. the sense that he still yeah. won. He still got yeah. the victory. Still, but it the put them. One. But it put them in yeah. a bad place. Yeah, like it put them in the place of not just sheep, rebellious, disaffusen sheep, <laughs> like bad sheep. You know, like and yeah. Anyways, can I just? We should just pause and say disaffusen. Disaffusen is that a noun. By my I think son Knox when he was little, that it's he again, would just, say, "I'm just, just disaffusen." I am yeah. dis-a-fussing. Dis-a-fussy. He, that's what he would say, that he was feeling dis-a-fussy. Yeah. And it's such a good word, because it's like, it's, how oh, often is that not exactly what I'm feeling like? Stop are dis-a-fussing. Dis-a-fussing. Yeah. Moses is, is in that phase where I have a lot of moments with him. He's so funny, but such good moments with him where I have to get down and we have a talk. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. we have a little power struggle amongst okay. ourselves yeah and but the thing that is, is killing me dead is it's often happening when we're leaving so as we get to the car, his announcement to the kids is he's always like hey, I obeyed and then he goes yeah <laughs> like he puts both <laughs> of his hands up and he's cheering for himself and they all applaud him and like yeah. so when he obeys, it's like we're never going to hear the end of it when mm-hmm. he does a power obedience. Mm-hmm. He's like, and then like, you're going to have to like it's move turned into, into the next grade level, which is not praising your own good works. He's not there yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> I love, I love that that we we're calling it the double dog because We're like, he did a double dog obedience. Like yes, because he has this thing about his bogs He doesn't like to wear his bogs So okay. if I say, I'd like you to wear your bogs mm-hmm. says no, mama. <laughs> and then we have to have a talk, and then he's like, "I say, let's try again." I'm like, "You gotta wear your bags." He's like,
1: "Okay, Mama." And then
0: that's when he, then he'll be so stoked. But if he ever does it just on the first time that I say, "Put on your bags," and he yeah. says, "Okay, Mama," and then then he goes forth triumphantly to the car with like, "I did it! I did it!" <laughs> it's good times. Yeah, it's a good. I feel like sometimes those are the moments where when jesus says unless you be as a little child <laughs> yeah right unless you like, just although sorry what did i tell you something struck did me about that too it? so our listeners some of you i'm sure are not um a baptist but i we are we baptize our children but one of the things that i think is for me what stands out in that is that we don't believe that we're responsible in any way for our salvation like in the sense that we're contributing nothing. We're bringing nothing here like Christ does this. Which is why there's no great insult in thinking that my children could also have produced nothing. Okay. Do you know you sure. see what I'm saying? That the you quoting that verse is what made me think of it when I read that recently about the unless you be as a child in this right. like that um and suffer the little children. What's the rest? It? It's suffering the little children to, to come. To unto me. Is that not a kid with the soup night? No. It's not a kid with the Just it's someone soup else night. walking by with a baking pan. Yeah. But it's not one of our people. Not one of the mm-hmm. soup night people. No. Anyways. That part about uh, the s- not suffering. The s- suffer the little children. I was like. And forbid them not. Forbid them not. I'm like not, not suffer not. Suffer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you want to know? I have to tell you this major distraction here. Sorry. Speaking of Moses. Last night I'm like Moses it's probably time I tell you about. Like you know you have those moments of like who's telling Moses anything. Probably no one. I should talk (laughs) to him about some stuff. So (laughs) he was playing with a baby doll which was really really entertaining and funny. He like found a baby doll in the basement and so he was upstairs with it and he was just busy with that doll. Like he was just like mama baby's up. Like night night baby. Baby's up, like it's back. Baby's thirsty, like he was just all over the place. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I should take this shot to tell Moses about the Maybe Christmas Jesus. story. And I was yeah. like, man, this is my this is my big opening. This is my big shot, Rachel. So I'm like, have him on my lap, and and I'm like, I'll just tell him the Christmas story. And I was like, you yeah, no, it'll be way over his head because he's little. He's a little doink. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so Moses. So there's no surrounding context except for that he was just playing with the baby doll. So nothing was happening then. It just prompted me to think about telling him about this. So I said, long time ago, there was a woman named Mary. And an angel appeared to Mary and Mm -hmm. said, do not be afraid. Because, and he said, baby Jesus. (laughs) And I was like, yes, baby Jesus. And he said, and a camel. (laughs) <laughs> and I said, yes. And he said, and she bees. <laughs> I was like, yes. I was like, so I see that someone so has come before me and told you the story already. Covered the bases. So now he's been, now I realize either people were telling him the Christmas story nonstop all this time and I was not hearing it. Or he's, he. but now he's pointed it out to me all the time. Like talking about baby Jesus all the time. Really like, like the, up there on the shelf. It's a, it's a little... That's hilarious. I know. It's pretty I'm funny. I love it. I was like, well, I'm glad someone I'm told glad you. I hoot. It reminds me of the time we were on our way to school. No, not school. On our way to church. And, like, oh, it's Palm Sunday. Like, kids. Yeah. It's Palm Sunday. And uh, we we're like, that Palm Sunday, it's about the time when Jesus rode into Jerusalem. And we're like, and the people took down palm dry- branches. And Lena, then, who was like three or four at the time, then just. She's like, yo, oh, and the people said, Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. <laughs> we were like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that is what happened. Okay, so I think maybe it was your kids who it was were a kindergarten over. teacher that probably got That's that? That's good. Your kids, yeah. you know, bless mm-hmm. the kindergarten teachers. No, Amen. I was having to give a talk at a Christmas ladies thing a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and it was in the evening. And I was getting ready to run out the door, and I feel like it was your kids oh, who were was, there. Oh, it was. Was yeah. it your kids? Yeah. And so because they were in the kitchen, right? They were in the, the kitchen, the and I was getting ready. The kitchen to kitchen at the party. Was
1: they it were at the party. They were at
0: the party in the kitchen. Oh, maybe. And so, anyway, I but I wanted suddenly I was blanking on the beginning words of the Magnificat. Like I was like, guys, how does the Magnificat start? And without missing a beat, they all. Shout together in unison, the Magnificat in Latin, the beginning of the Magnificat in Latin, and I was like, "What, Mayum something?" <laughs> right? <laughs> we'll see. I don't know the beginning of the Magnificat yes, in Latin. My soul doth magnify the yeah, Lord. Sure, but I don't have it yeah. my eyes, so But anyway, I was like, uh, English? Could you give me? Could that you run in that English? by me? But it was so funny because it's like, okay, well, somebody's taught you. Something. Well, good job, guys. And I didn't know you knew it. Good job, overachieving <laughs> on that one. That's always a good thing to find out. Yes, okay, our kids, have we talked about the Bible trivia game that our kids play? Because this is a really, this is a great Bible trivia game. And it is terrifyingly intense. So, be forewarned. You'll have to cover it because I don't remember the rules of it. Okay, but. I just know it's an ongoing. It is an ongoing game that they play all the time with all the cousins. Yeah. So whoever is like Just the starter. Just in starter. Like in between moments. Yeah, like while they're waiting for dessert or something. They'll yeah. be playing Bible trivia. And this if you can get your kids to do this, it's a great way to have them really study it up. <laughs> because, boy, do they ever care. It's a competitive Bible trivia. But what they do is you pick a letter. So the main, whoever starts it would say, let's do Bible trivia. And it might be like... I'm going to do, you L. know, L. I was going to say L. We are on track together but, tonight. But, anyways, let's say that in my mind I'm thinking Lemuel. Okay. And then I'll say L. Right. And then I say, is it Levi? Yeah. And no, no, you would say, wrong. Oh, I'm messing up the rules, guys. You don't say. Is it Levi? No, this oh. adds a layer. Oh yeah. You would have to say, is it the, is it the head of the priestly tribe? Oh yeah. And the person who picked L in the first place has to say, no, it it's is not, not Levi. Levi. That's right. And if they can't say Levi, then they have to give a clue yes. for who they were doing. Yes. So then everyone keeps on with these, right? And then with I th- names from the Bible, right? Yeah. So then I'm thinking. Is it, um, oh gosh, what's another L name? And I'm struggling. See, this is, Levi, this is why Lemuel. we fear to do this with our children because sometimes you like, you're there's like, no one named Laura. What could it be? <laughs> Probably not Laura. Lydia. Lydia. <laughs> you could be a seller of purple. Yeah. And you'd so be like, like, no, it's not Lydia. Right. And then often they have to go off for a while before they can answer the question, no, it is not Lydia. Like... You know what I mean? Oh, like they yeah. Have no, to, they it, have it's, a rummage through the scriptures. They often, they that's if they refuse to pass on yeah. without just doing it. So it's, it's a pretty intense game. But boy, does it keep everyone on their tippy toes of yeah. Bible knowledge. <laughs> and when we're in the car and the kids are like, let's play Bible trivia. The worst part is among the kids, of course, they've really curated a collection of obscure <laughs> Bible <laughs> names. Us and buzz. And they are like, ha ha, why didn't you know he had 30 sons that he married to 30 daughters of somewhere and 30 daughters that he married to 30 sons of somewhere. And you're like, well, apparently I was not on it with my Bible reading. <laughs> Unlike you people, And they really love that game. So anyways, but I like that I said Lemuel, but then I'm like, <laughs> I would have so a hard, hard time. <laughs> well, it's, isn't he the one who gives the, in, um. King Lemuel, isn't it? Yeah, there's a king Lemuel. Isn't that the what my son and what son of my like Lemuel's mother? Is, yeah, it was like Lemuel's mother is the person. Son and what, son what son of, of my, my womb and what not son of my vows? Do not give, give your strength to, to, women, to women nor your ways, ways to that which destroys, destroys kings. kings. Why are we in this? Yeah. Why are we knowing the the interesting? It's good. Anyway, Lemuel's mother, she was onto something. She was. She was. To have that been is a good profession in advance to make your sons memorize, too. Like, mm-hmm. um, don't give your ways to that which destroys kings. That yeah. is a, Do not give your strength to women your ways to that which destroys kings. And then the passage about strong drink. Oh, which is a peeve of mine. Everyone always takes that as like, give strong drink to him who is perishing, and wine to those who are bitter of heart. As if it's cool for people who are sad to get drunk because you right. see the Bible says to. Cheer yourself up with a little drunkenness. <laughs> it's like, it's, nope, that's not what that means. It's like... Tell us what it does mean, Beck. <laughs> tell you what it does mean. It's like there um, there are the ways that the leaders behave, the kings behave, and then there's the ways that the lost, broken, yeah. and perishing are behaving. The same don't be and that. And you must be like this. A king, yeah. Don't be like that. It's not saying... Because you're yeah. actually the one dispensing a strong drink. Yeah, to them. like, go. Yeah. would you please take strong drink around and give them... And get them, them it, drunk. Yeah, get them... Do that for it's them. It's not what it means. No. No, it's not what it means. Anyways. So... But it's like, it is not for kings. O Lemuel.
1: It's yeah. It's not for
0: kings. Um, yes, exactly. So anyways, that's the Bible trivia game that'll kill you dead when you get going on it. But it is also one that has been fun when my kids are re- doing the Bible brain challenge I yeah. know they're just taking notes they're, they're just, just like oh I'm in. gonna get them with that one this is a good one and um that's yeah. good that is pretty that's good is it time so I'm to be done with our um, second podcast Luke, yeah see, I, I just got a text from my husband Sam, please that says tell me that you're your quitting your now. husband needs us to be done now because they're still inside Moses is in there with a reckless amount of soup bowls everywhere. Yeah, so probably so we should take we off should here. Probably go. But my Christmas song recommendation for you all, I guess, was the Messiah. Oh, we talked about Christmas recommendations and I said the Messiah. It makes me feel like it's Christmas. It's a good one. And mine is do the oh hello's begin and never cease. But also the Messiah. I do like the Messiah. The Messiah to lot. me is sort of like that. It's like real Christmas. Yeah, it's like it's like enough with the hubbub of getting ready. Yeah. It's the real thing now. All right, well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Prep. We'll see you next time. I'll clean up my salad sometime soon. All right. Bye. Bye. New St. Andrews College thanks you for listening.